bathroom, and I like fucking dunked one of them super hard, and I was just like, happened like two, two or three times where I was like, a two thousand dollar mic? Did yeah. you break the studio equipment? Uh, I no, I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, <laughs> Hello and welcome back to season three of Five W Podcast. Season three. Oh, that was so in sync. Oh my god! Yay! There we go. There we go. Um, so as you may have noticed, we have an extra voice on the podcast today to kick kick off our third season. So we're honored to have Seamus Murphy. Seamus, correct? What? Yes. Okay. Yep. From the band Ordinary People. What's up, guys? Whoa! Hey. What a man. What a man. Um, has been here for about half an hour now, and we only started recording now. Yeah, we just talked about insurance fraud for a little bit. You know, you know no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> grand theft. Grand theft. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> that's disgusting. I know. Um, yeah, it's been a long and uh, stressful time since our AO We're Back episode, which Seamus has gr- graciously pointed out, ends our second season, which we shouldn't have done that. But... Yeah, that was kind of a weird closer. Um, It's you know? it's like, I, you could just say you did it on purpose. It's like ironic or whatever, right? You know, I'm always doing it for the meme. Our entire yeah. podcast is satire. Our entire podcast there you go, is a yeah. meme. I don't know it what is. you're talking about. I have to start posting memes again on our fucking Twitter. <laughs> She's our um, PR. You're the you're the social media manager for your band, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. your band's name, Seamus? Ordinary people. Why? Why? I <laughs> I have to get into the topic. Um, uh, I I don't really know why. I did a play called Ordinary People my sophomore year, but <gasps> wait, that's so what... did I. You did Ordinary People. Is that with a girl named Karen? No, oh. where did you do it at? I did it at my like my high school. No, see, I did it at my high school. It's St. Jude's, an all boys school, so. Oh. Oh, yeah. I was at a scene called Well, I mean, ordinary we did people. it with the sister schools. So what was your ordinary people about? Um, Like a kid whose like, brother died, and then, yeah. yeah, I think it's the same thing, right? I think they made a movie out of it, yeah, too. Yeah, they did, and I did a scene from it. That was, like, my first show at the high school. Yeah, yeah that was... Crazy. Was that the most... Um, what is... All right, what does co- corroborated mean? Huh? Corroborate? Like, you corroborated my story. No, don't you Google. That doesn't count. <laughs> Uh, um, past tense corroborated. I know it means like vouch for, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah there we go. Some some synonyms are. I just confirm. want to corroborate my. We're both writers. Suspicion that, that I was right about the word. Verify, <laughs> endorse, authenticate, validate, and certify. Wow, enunciation on point. Oh, nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So you did this scene. You did the play Ordinary People, and you're like, it was, wow. It was the only show, because, like, I had gone to St. Joe's on scholarship for theater, Ooh. but they have, like, a big D1 theater program, so once I got there my freshman year... What's the D1 theater program? Because, That's like, insane. all those high school's football programs are like that, too, but they were, like, actually did that with the theater, but once I got there on the first day, I realized, like, it was very humbling going to that thing and, like, seeing what real theater kids were like. And I was like... Aren't they so annoying? They're, like, they're awful. In the hallways, like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, No, but it was just, like, big, intimidating energy. And I was way too shy at, like, in that aspect at the time to, like, be myself on stage or something. I was always, like, class clown and shit. But, uh... You seem like the, the class clown type. Yeah, yeah, no. So, but... So, like, I kind of just asked to be ensemble for everything up until ordinary people was the last show i did there yeah but they were like we can't really rely on you because you like walk out to go smoke weed and like you know do this and that you like are late to rehearsal all the time so they just wrote me in a part so 
Wow, he, big he had his own debut. Wait, yeah. was it like a big role? No, it oh. was like I had like two lines. It they should have made you the star. It was, it was the scene when um they were bullying. Conrad is the lead's name, right? Yes. It was the scene when we were bullying Conrad. I was one of the bullies, I think, or maybe I was one of the friends that said stop to the bully. He was a bystander. Were, yeah, either way, you're not a bystander. Either way, I was up. definitely that is true. You're a hero. Mm. <laughs> Um, okay, we still haven't answered the question. Uh, see, so why ordinary is it ordinary people? All right, <laughs> all right, so, all right, so um, I did Ordinary People sophomore year, yada, yada. Um, junior, senior year, I started writing my first mixtape. And um, mixtape mm, was it on mm, SoundCloud? Yes, it is. It's Your still, SoundCloud rapper? That's what I started doing. <gasps> yeah, screaming. That's yeah, so good. that's like kind of like my uh, my origin story. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would be a villain too if I was a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that that mixtape also kind of had like a mirroring effect of like. It was 13 songs, so, like, track 1 and 13 were, like, the opposite of each other, and then, like, 2 and 12 and so on. Wow. Except for track 7, that was, like, the centerpiece or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, a thing of King and Ordinary, and because of the song Ordinary on it, at the time when I was a SoundCloud rapper, I was like, yeah, I still want to perform with a live band, though. So I thought that based on the song, because I thought I was making, like, a studio album, and once I put it out, I was going to get signed, and it was, like, it was all uphill from there. Yeah. So, like, I was like, so when this drops and I'm famous, I'm going to play with a live band and based on the song ordinary they're going to be called ordinary people because like i guess i connected the dots with the play i had just done oh okay so how did the band get together um i recorded that mixtape at ryan's house who's our bassist because me and ryan went to school together from kindergarten to eighth grade and then like stayed in touch in high school and shit okay and then like once we started doing the mixtape that was when we became like really good friends again donnie i met i was 15, um, and I was staying over at this, like, my friend at the time's house, who was like, there was a lot of weed being sold out of it. Actually got, <laughs> actually got raided later on that summer. Are we allowed to put this in? We can cut this Yeah, no, 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 the trials are all over. It's all, it's public information. You can look Wait, it up. So I'm not going to say- ordinary people has a drug, like- No, 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 okay. So, so the first what? time I met Donnie, I was hanging- conniption right now. I was <laughs> hanging out at this house every day for, like, this one summer that I met him. Yeah. I guess I just threw the rated part in just as like a fun fact, but but it really was not integral to the story. Nice icebreaker, Seamus. So one day Donnie came there. I think he was in like seventh or eighth grade, and I was going into sophomore year, and I sold weed. Wait, is Donnie younger than you? Yeah, Donnie graduated in twenty twenty. Oh my God, Donnie's younger than us. And which um, which instrument does Donnie play? He's a drummer. drummer. Oh, he's a drummer. Period. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, see, I sold Donnie weed. And Donnie was buying weed with Ryan's nephew at the time, because Ryan's nephew lives in West Milford. Yes. And then... Are you okay with us leaving this in the podcast? Oh, totally. And all of them would be, too. I just, okay. It's total, right. I'm not going to say the people whose this house is like got the, raided. This so. is a real ordinary people, guys. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was so mad that it was the one night of the week I wasn't over for the raid. Because I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. I didn't have anything on me. I just wanted to be there for the experience and the camaraderie of it. But then I was like, fuck, dude. No? Wait, so how did the band get together? Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm trying to connect all the dots and it ain't mapping. Okay. <laughs> okay. So at the same time that like that was how I met Donnie. Uh, that's the, that was like backstory. So no, that was okay. like way before the mixtape. A couple years later I start making the mixtape and okay. Donnie's kind of like in our high school friend group and shit. He's a freshman at the time, but like everybody's going over to his house and shit. His mm-hmm. house is like a chill spot. And I'm friends with Ryan 
Frankie starts going over to Ryan's house to buy weed from Ryan. So, like, we're all kind of in this connected friend group, and it kind of just... That's connected by weed. It kind of was connected by weed, yeah. And so then, I guess, I was hanging over at Donnie's one night, and we were really starting to talk about it. We knew Ryan would be down just because he was, like, down with whatever, like, kind of endeavor we were doing at the time. It was really just Frankie. We didn't know if he'd want to do it because he was playing in another band at the time and, like, we weren't really too cool with him. He was kind of, like, more connected to the Pompton kids than he was with, like, Donnie and I and shit. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was how that happened. And then that summer we had our first practice and shit. And, uh, yeah. Actually, I think it was January. January of what, of what year? Because I asked Donnie about it, like, no, in November of 2018. Okay. Holy shit. So, yeah. what is that, three, what is that, three or I four years like, now? We were, like, 17. Wow. We were still in high school. That was when, like, I asked Donnie if the, he thought the name Ordinary People would be cool, though. I like and, it. And, like, we kind of, like, got the ball rolling that night. So... I like your logo because it low-key reminds me of The Office. I love our logo, too, yeah. It's just a bathroom sign. Yeah, no, exactly. It fits so well. It's I, I like it. How do you think that fits into your band? I th- Just because it's so, like, um, it's like a blank canvas of a person. Yeah. And that kind of just coincides with the name really well, and it's all just kind of got, like, its own... It's, like, memorable. It looks good. Definitely. It's sleek. And, yeah. Um, so what would you define your genre as? Because y'all say you're rap rock. Me and Frankie, like, always kind of say that, like, our whole goal, and like, I th- it's kind of unanimous for the band, too, like, the sentiment, is that uh, we, like, kind of d- ideally would, like, like to have nobody be able to pin one genre to us. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, we're definitely, like, rap, rap rock alternative shit, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. What would you consider your newest album? And by the way, want to give us a little bit of a promo name drop? Uh, Burning the Midnight Oil. Yeah, out now. now. Um, wait. So what was the question? Like, if you had to put that as a genre, what would you define it as? The bad bitch genre. The bad bitch genre. Yeah, yeah, bad bitch for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I I guess like rock. And this is what I was saying the other night in another in another interview. Is I kind of like, I think we look at like. Sun and Moon Conspiracy as, like, ordinary people as, like, teenagers in a garage making their album. And then, like, Burning the Midnight Oil is us in a studio for the first time making an album. And then, like, everything from there is going to kind of progress and modernize and so on and so forth. Okay. Yeah. So, when you were getting your newest album together, did you go in with any music inspirations? Or, like, what are your inspirations as a musician yourself as well? Myself, um, Mac Miller's always like my, yeah, my yeah. <laughs> that's our favorite rock. We have um, yeah. a divine for anyone who wants to listen to it. We have a divine feminine themed episode. I think that's in season one. Yeah, Does it just two? talk all about the album. No, no, we should uh, we talk about women. Oh, uh, okay. But like the intro, <laughs> I basically mimicked the intro as like you know the congratulations with yeah. like the women laughing. So we used women in our the own divine lives. feminine. Yeah, yeah no, we did it. Yeah. I had like my little cousin do the the divine feminine and episode by Kelly and Jada, and then we had like my mom laughing and do, then me do, do, and my do, mom. Do, yeah. Do. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was nice. Lo, 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 so lo. cute. So you said Mac Miller's one of your biggest inspirations. Mm-hmm. Do you have any others? Um, yeah, this is, I, I don't know. I would say like Mac Miller. Um, right now I'm super, super, super into Tyler Childers. Um, he's like my favorite. He's a country artist, so um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I yes. grew up on a lot of country too. That's like my dad is like a big, big country guy, and uh, so I'd like spend weekends up on my dad and shit. So that was like always like a big thing with me is country music. Did you know Luke Combs came out with an album? I don't and it's really like Fire. I haven't really ever listened to Luke Combs. The only reason I started listening to Luke Combs is because of our country video. <laughs> so in, yeah, in high school we actually had a video that was nominated for an award where we listened to country music for the first time. It's still on YouTube. I'll link it in the description below mm-hmm. and I'll tweet it. It's so bad. Um we listened to country music for the first time, and um, I forgot what Luke Combs song was in that, and I was like, wait, this is kind of lit. And yeah. so now I like Luke Combs. Yeah. I also like Dan and Shay. Oh, Dan and Shay's great. See, oh, so you guys like the country that I don't really get into. Honestly, oh, like, yeah. Country, like the, 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 more, the yeah. more pop country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like old Taylor Swift. Like classic country. Like I wouldn't even, yeah, I guess classic. I guess like Tyler Childers So you is don't like, listen to Taylor Swift. That's what I'm hearing. No, not no really. No Casey Musgraves or anything Casey like Musgraves is good. Oh, Especially I love that first, really like Casey Musgraves. That first that, album. That first album is really Golden good. Golden Hour? Yeah. yeah. No, wait, isn't it? Um, wait, what's it called? No, not the pageant. Um, same trailer, different part. Oh, same trailer, different part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow your arrow, like yeah. gay rights. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, she had her first album. A couple of her albums are good. Yeah. She was also like really important because she was really progressive for like the early, late two thousands. Which is probably why like my dad and all like those like real like. Redneck, yeah. buckwheat country. They, the purists, probably did not really like her too much. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you think any of this country influence comes out in your music, or do, or your band members like? No. Will you drop a country song soon? That's um, what we're we, asking. Actually, we just recorded an acoustic EP of the new "Burning the Midnight Oil" songs, <gasps> and for for the longest time, I had been wanting to do "Late at Night" on the album. With I a, love that song with a fiddle. <gasps> so so we had this fiddle player she came in and she fucked it up and she like did the lead so the guitar solo part is all done on the fiddle and shit that's so let's awesome. talk about and late at night a little bit too oh yeah yeah uh, it's been stuck in my head all morning yeah so. that song is such a bitch dude fucking i uh, wear a bad way yeah, well because like i especially like that song and sun and moon at the time when we recorded it like i have a tendency of writing songs Voke like lyrically and melodically that are out of my range. So then, when like we go so to, so you challenge yourself in a way. I I wouldn't say challenge myself is more so as like not live in reality. Oh, so yeah. so delusion. Delu- I live in delusion. <laughs> delusion. Oh, what you write your music. I write. I it's write. A little, it's a little mental illness in it. I write in a place of mentally ill delusion, and then I think is that, that that's why it's so good. Yeah. It's an official quote. That could I be an official. I live in a place of mentally ill delusion. <laughs> New era. Miss Murphy. Yeah. That's that's pretty. That's pretty. That's like my ethos. Yeah. yeah but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So like when we were recording that, I was like. I was probably doing it more so to myself, too, because I was so in my head. And at the time, we didn't know Whiplash was going to come before Late at Night. So I was like... Was that going to be the opener to the album? No, that was originally Frankie told Donnie to write that so that he was like, dude, it'd be really, really cool if we did something that was like an interlude between Late at Night and Roll Over. But then we kind of figured it would be weird to come after track one, one that the transition between the end of Whiplash and the start of Late at Night was cool. Yeah. And also the title Whiplash, like, well, like, we could tie this into the whole theme of the album, too, or, like, concept or whatever, but the movie opens, like, the movie Whiplash opens with um the main character jamming on the drums in a black room. Oh, shit. So, so like, the album kind of opens, like... Oh, my God, that's so... I didn't that's really clever. About that. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, and, like, Late at Night, I guess we could just get into it, fuck it, like... So, like, Whiplash, like, the character breaks up with his girlfriend because, like, he can't, um, 
it's either like music or nothing kind of like and he thinks that if he's in a do or die well Mm -hmm. like he was telling her basically like if i'm in a relationship with you i'm not going to be giving music my all and if i'm not giving music my all i'm going to grow to resent you and i'm going to grow to hate you and then i'm going to waste my life and i'm going to hate you and we're going to be miserable miserable yeah no that's smart so he breaks up with her and then he's like a lonely you know guy trying to pursue whatever whatever and so like the whole album is kind of like um the tale, or not tale, I hate that I use the word tale, but um, it's kind of like... The narrative? It's not, it's not yeah, because it's not like a linear story or anything like that, but it is so kind of it like... a concept album for anything? Kind of. Okay. It's kind of like the seven stages of breakup and shit. And so like... Oh my like god, like great! That's why, that's why like late at night is like me like... Because typically when a guy is like a young guy and just breaks up with his girlfriend, he's like not worried about it and he thinks that like... For lack of a better term, it's like, yeah, bro, she like she like she's all over me. Like I'm good, you know. Yeah. So that's oh, why yeah. it's like super cocky. And like late at night, the next morning, you wake up depressed and shit. And then you go from like being depressed to being really self-loathing and apologetic. That's where Snow Angel comes in. Yeah. And then anger is always that like secondary emotion that comes like every time I'd be like really heartbroken. My always initial reaction right after was to go like. I'm going to write a, a rap verse and I'm going to fucking go off. And it, it would always be like super angry and like Angsty. dark and shit. And like, that's why Holy Wars kind of follows Snow Angel because that's like emotionally where you would go. And then after that anger, you kind of go to just like simply like just rock bottom. That's like catching your fall. Right. And then over under, you're kind of picking up the pieces and take a hint. It's kind of like tying it all together. Especially with that last, like, first kind of, yeah. Let's backtrack. That's awesome. Let's backtrack a little bit and do a bit of a breakdown. So... I use Apple Music. You can make fun of me. I she use Apple is, Music, oh, too. Oh, fuck you, guys. No. Spotify I got a gift card. I got dude. a gift card. Yeah. I'm going to use it. Yeah, no. You can use a gift card. It's just like the whole app is so much more user-friendly, too. I don't know. Like, Nah, man. Spotify's better. I'm no, sorry. I like... If I'm looking at a track list, I like to see the songs in exactly. order, top to bottom. Yeah, I don't like... No, uh, they're all grouped together in, like, this weird little fucking thing. I don't know. See, I and love just, Spotify, but that's valid. This? this is an album. I think it'd be no. a free versions like that. Oh, okay, because I'm a... Yeah. Yeah, we're broke broke version. Okay. But I have the Spotify, Spotify. See, Spotify is so much better, like, socially and whatever, whatever. Like, like for, like, an, like, for ordinary people, we don't really push Apple Music at all. You push Spotify. Yeah, we push Spotify. Well, Spotify yeah. I also feel like, because Apple Music is, like, usually for more established artists. I feel like Spotify... They're established. It's easier... No, but it's easier <laughs> to put no, yeah. But even for our podcast, like, yeah. what I'm saying is, is, like, um... I listen Spotify. to Apple Podcasts to your, your AO, we're back. Oh, yeah, oh, but we usually yeah. get more of our listeners from Spotify. Yeah, I feel like Spotify, here, yeah. it's easier to put stuff out rather than Apple. Yeah, and, like, so many more people use it and shit. And, like, yeah, like... like to put our podcast on Apple Podcasts, it was so painstakingly, like... And, like, the only thing as an Apple Music, like, you know, Spotify, your artist, you could do your top pick and this and that, but, like, Apple Music, all you could do is your profile picture and that's it. That's it? That's, like, everybody goes, like, playlists and music videos. That's either, like, a third-party distributor or, like, their label doing all that for them. Oh, okay. And I think it has to do with TiVo, too. I don't know. Not yeah. fucking TiVo. I think that TiVo is... Yeah, that I think... I, TiVo. I think they're, like, one My of My ex-boyfriend's dad. 
<laughs> that's the only person that I know. This is not Tivo. a shout that's, out. I didn't know Tivo could be out. a that's name. That's the only person that I know that Tivo That's like exists. Yamaha being a name, right? Yamaha? Yeah. This is a Yamaha. That's, I was just looking for a brand that I could, yeah. Yamaha. Um, so I wanted to ask about Apple Music, right? Mm. So we have the stars next to Late at Night and Take a Hit. Does this mean they're the two lead signals? Or does this mean no, they're the, the most popular lead. tracks? They're the most popular tracks. Um, yeah, probably. Aren't you a single Snow Angel in Holy Wars, right? Yeah. yeah. So how do you feel about that? I feel really happy about that. Um, I honestly didn't think Late at Night was really going to... I thought it... No, I love your vocals on that one. It's like, if I was to write an article critiquing the song, mm -hmm. I would start off with, like, your vocals and being like, you just start screaming and you just take a lead of, of the song and you just keep going and it's great. Hell yeah. No, yeah. And that, that's another thing. It's like, I took, like, so long to record that song because I was so in my head. And then after I recorded it, I, like, Dash, who was, like, the assistant producer on it, like, brought me into the... Uh, uh, fucking control room and like had everybody get out and we just sat there and like tuned not even really tuned I guess we did tune them obviously but um just like comp the most like split second enunciations and shit so he would like let me be at ease with all of that but um with uh, those two being the top songs I definitely I th thought Take a Hint would be there yeah. Take a Hint is like probably all of our favorites co collectively did you know that's also a name of a popular Victoria song have you heard that no the Victoria who Victoria, Victoria is Victoria like, Justice you know the show? oh so it's shit like, get your hands yeah. off my hips or I'll punch, punch you in the lips, lips. no yeah yeah, the... yeah. dude oh, I don't really remember any songs from Victoria's what are I just noticed because like, I know my best friend's brother right? yeah. my best friend I met I met Beck in real life what yeah. You met Avin jo Jogia? <laughs> I guess Yo, that's his name. So yeah. I met Beck How? and I met Jeanette McCurdy. What? And when? I met. Why? Please tell me. Because it was Speedy Fest. It's a thing up in. Speedy Fest. I think, speed I, think, there? I think a speed. I wish. No, <laughs> I, think, I think I think a speedy is like a hot dog or like a, a sausage. Can you Google that? Can we give mm -hmm. it a goog? <laughs> I think. As I think. My Portuguese grandfather calls it Glogi. Glogi. <laughs> speedy um, Fest. No, well, I just want to see if it's... Why was Jeanette McCurdy at a hostel? It's S-P-I-E-D-I-E Fest, is that what it is? It's a Speedy Fest and Balloon Rally. Yeah, okay, and where is it? I know it's in New York. Who the fuck? Oh my god, a Florida Georgia line. Okay. What a weird crowd. Rascal Flats, Gary LaVox of Rascal Yeah, it's the most white festival you're ever going to go to. So why was, like, Jeanette McCurdy there? I don't know. I guess they just have, like, guests and... Oh, hot air balloon? Why did I think hot dog? <laughs> oh, wait, but you went to this thing. Why did you think it was hot dogs? I thought it was a hot dog eating competition. So, so I'm like, why oh, were they sponsored by Delta Airlines? His life is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking too. Yeah, um, I saw John Mulaney. I was telling that so to Kelly. Did I, really? Yeah, when did I you saw. See him? I saw the comeback kid when he was doing that at Radio City. You're guys, laughing. guys, yeah. guys, guys, guys. At Speedy Fest, as I'm looking, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid Yo, is going to be there. We should perform there. Wait, they're, they're really doing new books. Yeah, I went to uh, the kid that I babysit. We went. I took him to the library. They have like I think it's like there's like twenty books now of Diary of Wimpy Kid. I thought they went on a chart. What the fuck is Greg Heffley yeah, gonna right? continue yeah. doing? Uh, Greg Heffley, you need to like stop. No, because that's the color of Roderick Rules, right? It's yeah, Roderick yeah, Rules is yeah, number two. two. Yeah, and then what's three? Three yellow dog days. No, that's no, no that's four. That's four. That's, four. that's, that's four. the yellow oh, one. Green. 
Or blue or red. No, this is red. Red is OG. It's red. Red is the OG with the cheese touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With red, yeah. blue, green, yellow, yeah, yelling. This mic is like yeah. going haywire right now. I really like Dive Olympic. Because... Yeah, me too. I think I checked out around Cabin Fever. I think that was Same. like, yeah. Mine was the lucky, the unlucky one with the fucking eight balls falling. Oh, you went farther in than most. Yeah, yeah, you might have gone deeper than most. Let me most, see how many yeah. books You're there are. I'm going to give it a heavenly lore. I'm going to give it a little goo right now. And you know the guy who made that book also made Pop Tropica. I only I don't found know that out last week. Cause... I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what, was you, what, what was your game of Fucking choice? Fucking uncultured. Yes, actually, was in Webkins. Were you, you a Webkins kid? Oh, my mom never yeah. bought me Webkins. I never had one. Really? The first time I played Webkins was last year. Dude, no, my mom. I guess. Dude, yeah, I there's thought, twenty Diary of Wimpy Kid books. I thought oh, my mom shit. was a tyrant, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well. No, dude, I was a fucking... I loved Webkins, dude. I was, I was a Wizard 101 and Roblox kid. I played Roblox. I was never into Roblox. Me I either. played Roblox when Roblox had, like, 20 people in it. Like, the year that it came out. And I remember my neighbor was like, Hey, like, there's this new game. It's called Roblox. And we would play it. And now it's like... Every kid plays that. Every kid I think it's more popular it. now than it's ever been, and I don't think they've updated the graphics At once all. since no. they created it. No, they it. have. I don't, I don't have. understand how it's appealing to kids in this generation because, like, why is Minecraft appealing to kids? It's literally because Minecraft, Minecraft is so more. much more visually pleasing than Roblox. So is I what disagree. I'm, I'm a Roblox I girl. Think no, no. dude, you could get a beautiful view off of a cliff with a waterfall in Minecraft. You could overlook. Jungles, why are you looking Roblox, at me? Like you that? <laughs> <laughs> Roblox, you just see how you're Yeah, no, you do. Post Malone, I think he said once. Did that he, he had a concert on there? No, no, he made his whole Coachella set out of the um, oof, oof, oof <laughs> in Roblox, the sound when you're dying. That's amazing. There used to be a sound, the sound used to be funnier, like when it originally was like, like the dying sound was like the more oof. brutal. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was, there was this whole thing about guests because they used to have guests in the game and you would bully the fucking guests. Like, we would, so they would like, just teach kids how to bully. No, so yeah. You I learned bully how to... on Club Penguin. That was bullshit. No, you had to like, <laughs> you had to like really choose your words carefully. Yeah, and, like, like, have you, you know... ever seen Quackity when he went on Club Penguin? I and love he kept Quackity. writing Biss instead of Piss. Because I would do that all the time. <laughs> no, who's Quackity? Oh. oh, we'll get into that we'll later. That he's, he's a YouTuber. Oh, okay. And he played Toontown, and Toontown's also my game of choice. Dude, we went to Disney three years ago. Actually, I went to Disney. Did you go to Toontown? I was in Disney. Disneyland the... is, is Toontown. I don't think Disney no, World is. Yeah, okay. Yes. That's where I was yes. going with this. That's where I was going with this, because I went to Disney World once in third grade. I went back in 2019. It, fun fact, the week we were there, I wrote the lyrics for Catching Your Fall, and they wrote the music for Rollover. I wrote the lyrics Whoa. for I wrote the lyrics for all the songs in this album in 2018 and 2019. Like Did, all the shit like I would wow. write, all the shit I would write today would probably be like we had like 18 songs for a third album that was like a concept rock opera that I've been writing since we formed. You're writing a rock opera? Okay, Todd from no. Bojack Horseman. No, I was literally going to say that's like American Idiot Green Day type of shit. Yeah, you know? that's what we were talking about on the phone too. Fucking love I have day. two, so I have two kind of rock operas and I realized, because like after like we released this album, we were like, we're probably not going to be able to do this rock opera because the singles for it could be the singles that blow us up, but we're never going to get blown up if we release another album and do shit the way we're doing. So I think I kind of got to sacrifice, at least for the time being, and then hopefully a label will let us either re-record those singles or put them on the rock opera when the time comes. So I, it's kind of been hard to unattached from that whole thing because it's been like a big part of me for years now, but um, I still have a second one, which... 
I kind of think is better than it. So that works too. And I'm not even going to bring one of those songs to the band until we're in the position that if we start writing one of the songs, we could write the other 20 or whatever for it. But um, So this rock opera is a band project, technically. Yes. Not a solo project. Yes. And then, so how I said I have two, like the yeah. second one was um, kind of like my magnum opus from like that kind of became a thing when I was still like white knuckling, having a solo rap career. So I had been writing that also. Did you put your career on hold for? I had kind of been putting my career on um, standby. Like I'm recording my last rap mixtape with Phil from the Spins right now. Uh-huh. He's making all the beats and mixing and mastering it. And um, but I'm also trying to get as many features as I can from people in the scene on the project because I don't want it to just be like me with just myself. Yeah. And especially like. Yeah, but we had been talking, me and Phil, about doing something collaborative with, like, the spins and him, if he was interested. I hope he doesn't feel on the spot to do something now that we just put it on blast. Well, I mean, well, that's our specialty, putting people on blast. Hell yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. Okay, okay. so we, we have gotten really sidetracked. We were talking about Speedy Fest. Did I have anything that I forgot to mention there? <laughs> you know, we're, we're kind of known Where to was... be sidetracked on this podcast. Okay. Uh, that's the like feedback a we get from this podcast. I've been, trying to keep mental, I've been trying to keep mental bookmarks because I keep, like, getting ADD and just going to oh, sidetracked. Oh, you just catch ADD in the middle of the... <laughs> yeah. Um, I said something about... Oh, Toontown. <laughs> yeah, yes. We were talking about Jeanette McCurdy. What, when did you, like, at Speedy Fest, like, how was that experience? Because... Uh, I don't think it really was anything. Um, is she pretty? Is she hot my step mom, she is? My stepmom was like, she's had a lot of makeup. I didn't really notice anything. She's a but my girl, my girl. stepmom was judging her. Yeah, yeah, no. She was jealous. Yeah, she, I think she was jealous, honestly. I'd be jealous, jealous of McCurdy, too. Yeah. I mean, have you seen her? And that was, like, 2013, so it was, like... She was, like, at her peak. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't... I think Jeanette McCurdy, oh, yeah, no. Maybe, like, a couple of years before, but she peaked. But. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> no. I think she does a one... I think she does a one-man show or whatever now, too, right? Yeah, she's very, like, open about, like, how Nickelodeon and affected her and now she has I like the title life. for it too I think the title for it is I'm glad my mom's dead yeah cause her mom died of cancer but her yeah. mom was extremely abusive, abusive yeah. like she forced her to go into the entire entertainment industry and oh, all of that's her why she didn't go back for the all of her finances were reliant on this girl and they she and didn't they... get any access to her own money I know I've, I watched the uh, podcast uh, about it yeah yep. we have to link it it's really interesting yeah no There's a lot of things we gotta link this episode yeah I'm excited link Okay. We said season three coming Okay, up, but bang. no, no. So I met Beck and Jeanette McCurdy, and whoever played Selena Gomez's best friend on Wizards of Oz. Harper Finkel? Yeah. Was she wearing like a Harper outfit? No, I don't. No, I didn't. I honestly nurse, didn't. Right? I didn't give a shit about Harper, I'll be honest. At the time, I was like a Nickelodeon kid. I was like, dude, get the yeah. Disney Channel bullshit. Did um, you take pictures no, with that? I took now. pictures with both of them. Um, and I had, and I, I got, and I got autographs. No, I lost autographs from both of them. But can you send us the pictures? I can't find the pictures either. Oh. I asked my stepmom. She said the phone she used at the time she threw out or whatever. Okay, well, Jeanette McCurry. They're like, my dad's side, they're like, they're Are like. dare pants? Yes. He's wearing. Not the dare pants. Mm-hmm. Seamus is wearing pants with the dare logo on it. Oh, those um, are cool. Dare is definitely you. the reason why kids do drugs now. Yeah, I actually won a dare writing competition in like fifth grade. <gasps> And, then, and yeah. that's where his lyric, lyric career began. Yes, yeah. What did you write a dare essay on? Like, not um, to do drugs? Because I think I only won because I had a real-life example of someone I knew that was on got drugs. It, and it. So, so like, you exploited your own personal life. To kind of. Like a college essay. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, the kid who was, like the, like, the number one student in the class, I remember being so fucking mad at the dare, like... 
the award thing when they announced I won because he thought he had won so much because he like spent three days writing it, made it fucking perfect, and then I kind of was just like writing it at the kitchen table while my mom was yelling at me to finally write it, and I just like wrote some bullshit, and then and then you won, yeah. And I didn't even really care too much. I was like, this is fun. I want to go back outside and play or whatever the, we were doing outside. Yeah. So Shout out Toba. I'm sorry about winning that, dude. <laughs> I, think, I think he'll forgive you if you give him a shout out on stage or something. Yeah, word. Um. So to segue into that, so who usually writes your music? Are you like the main? So usually like, I'll like come up with songs and melodies on my own. And um, a lot of the time like, I'll, like, it, like, Frankie will come up with a riff or something. He'll send me riffs every now and again, and I kind of just put them into a file or a folder in my files app. And I'll work on the songs I have or, like, the song ideas I have and the melodies or, like, a verse I'm writing, and then I'll kind of apply them to a riff that Frankie sent me. So, like, out of nowhere, I'll send a riff that he sent me, like, in 2020 back, and I'll be like, this is perfect for uh, fucking California Nose or Martha's Vineyard. Or something like Martha's Vineyard. They actually wrote it practice the other day. But um, mm -hmm. that's a rare occasion. Yeah, usually like we'll do it like that. Frankie and I'll get together, work out like two or three of those at a time, and then we'll bring those to band practice, and it'll all kind of get going. How often do you guys practice? Two, three times a week. Oh shit, that's that's more than yeah. we we collaborate for this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, we're trying to get the ball rolling. We're trying to do a complete rebranding of our podcast. I can't really take credit for that, though. Like, I would like to get together to, um, like, do a social media strategy or do, like, something like that. Or, well, like, write, or like, write a new song or something okay, like that. Okay, we're doing all that, but I'm you here are, for social media. She actually hey. has, um, used to be a PR uh, well, social manager. Media. So, um, so, yeah, like, we'll get together. But, like, it's really, like, Donnie, I would say, is, like, spearheads, like, the whole, like, live aspect of the band mm. whereas I'm more like social media and like the songwriting I like to just like have my nose in my notebook thinking about like yeah. what I'm gonna do you know what's gonna take place in the in this part of the concept album or this part of the story and shit like that you know like you're I'm, very into planning a lot of the yeah. things for your band right would yeah. you kind of consider yourself like like the organizer kind of I mean I'm still a fucking dumbass like on the 20th I was running around so we could all get together and get our shit together for a podcast we had tonight, only to realize that after, like, two hours of scrambling and everybody being all over the place, that the podcast was on the 21st. So, like... You know, I've been there. Yeah. I've really been there. We have. Um, I Just me personally, like, people be like, Kelly, you know this thing is on this day. And I'm like, no, it's on this day. Well, I don't That's know. happened more than once. Yeah. I don't know if Kelly ever told you, but... I'm going to so, stop playing with this. It's probably making a lot of annoying noises. That's a-okay. Yeah, okay. I wasn't really paying attention. So we were supposed... This episode's been a long time coming. We planned this a month ago, but the day before we were recording, I'm, like, moving from, like, a house to apartment, and I think I got, like, a 24-hour stomach bug, so I deadass, like, couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. There, my sucks. my whole house my whole house was empty except for a mattress so I just like laid on it the entire time I'm like you're telling me I'm missing an interview to lay on it in an empty house <laughs> and then, like, hours later I I'm feel like there's a certain I'm sorry to cut no, you okay, off no. I feel like there's a certain free feeling of freedom that comes or like independence that comes with being like on an empty empty mattress on the floor of an apartment yeah right like no, it's very very like calm very cathartic. yeah it's always like I'm like I'm really I'm I'm really like an adult now, like, on my own type of thing, yeah. right? I'm not on my own. I'm with my mom. But, yeah. Oh, it okay. Like, it did kind of feel like it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. no. Like, that's, like, I always... 
I always like want to like finally pack up and we could move to like Los Angeles or something. And that's like one of those like is that where the band wants to go? Kind of, yeah. I think LA's so like, dirty. Well, we don't want to go there. I've never been there. We wouldn't want to mm-hmm. uproot and move now. I've been to Los Angeles. We went to Los Angeles together. That was Hollywood. No, and then we went to LA. We were in LA Isn't for like Hollywood a morning, and then we went to Hollywood. What did we do in LA? I don't remember. We oh. ate. I thought Hollywood was in LA. It is. Yeah, I no, it those is. Are different places. No, Hollywood's the town. It's California like Broadway. So it's like Broadway in New York, right? Yeah, like Broadway's like that. Yeah, no, I hate Los Angeles. I'm maybe it's because I'm such a New Yorker. I've like always like, like, it's dirty. glorified and like fetishized Los Angeles and like That's that like whole Americans like with yeah. Paris, and then they get to Paris and, and they're, they're like, like, what the, the fuck is this? Yeah, place. yeah. So, what do you think is out there more for music then? I think it's. I, there's no, I don't think we could move there right now in the state that we are in and like move there and like gain popularity or there would be certain opportunities there that aren't here. If anything, we're better off here because we're in a scene. People know us, people are going to come to our shows and shit, you know? Yeah. And like, obviously, like you could get that over time in LA, but. You, want, you don't want to leave your... We don't really want to leave that, that uh, the cost of living, and also, like, all we really need to actually get to L.A. is for a song to blow up. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're better off, you know, doing what we can here with all our resources and trying to, like, do something here that gets us there. No, yeah, Rather than, like, right. trying to, like, yeah, so. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so... Next question. I'm sorry, listeners, if I'm all rambly. I'm trying to... That's the theme of our podcast. Okay, That's cool. why it's called 5W. Yeah. I feel like I start out a sentence super strong, get unsure of where I'm going with it, and, and then, then I start yeah. to it's trail like off. It's and like then when I you're start... writing an essay, you need to hit the word count. Yeah, and I start getting trembly by the end of the sentence, so if you picked up on that, I got you. Um. So what is your favorite <laughs> song off of the album? I don't know. Probably Take a Hint or Snow Angel. I think I've been listening to Snow Angel. Snow Angel is my favorite too. So good, so good. And Seamus made a joke, which I thought was actually for real, that they had stolen it from Limp Limp Biscuit. I thought (laughs) kept going around for like two days. She was like, "They stole a song. They stole a song. They're they're gonna get in In trouble." In what world would Limp Biscuit write a song? I was like, 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 I was so. That's why I was like, why did they steal this song? Because this doesn't sound like like Limp Biscuit. The same studio as Limp Biscuit. Like. And so, like, I was sitting there and I was like, it doesn't sound like a Limp Biscuit song. So, what is he going on about? <laughs> Gaslighter. No, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, you Biscuit. literally gaslit me on Twitter. What the fuck? Yeah, my bad. My bad. My B. But, uh, no, Limp Biscuit's always like our go to, just like punching bag of a band to just. What like... do you have against Limp Biscuit? In fact, Fred Durst it's... from Limp Biscuit did show up to my 21st birthday party. Wait, That's fucking wait, sick. Wait, what? John dressed up like Limp, like fucking uh, Fred Durst. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant like the actual. You had the fake. Fred Durst. Yeah, I yeah. Actually, no, he was pretty real. I don't know about you, but yeah. he was pretty real. Fred Durst, real me. Fred Durst is so fucking real that if you dress up like him, you're real. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so what is the best and or worst gig you've ever played? So give us like the the, the best and the worst, the spectrum. Um, and maybe like a mediocre one. Hmm. Best gig we've balance. ever done. Um, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. Oh, he pulled out the phone. I'm going to start answering this question. I'm going to call Donnie silently. If he doesn't pick up, he doesn't pick up. If he does pick up, he'll help me answer the question. That's a great... Well, on air, we... Phoning a friend. I would say definitely the worst gig we've ever done is Zucchini's in New Brunswick, which was a pizzeria... 
that Wait, you're we... just talking and you're just, he's just on the phone? No, 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 yeah, I'm calling him. Uh, yeah, no, I'm calling him. And then... So I go to... I I go to that area. Where in... Is it, like, in the college area? Yeah, I think it's right across the street from one of the parking lots at Rutgers. Oh. Right by, like, a frat house, too, because I remember there was a party, right? There's and, so many frat houses. Yeah, that's probably very vague directions. Yeah. But, um, I just know it's called Zucchinis. I know it was a fucking horrible time. I know the performance is on YouTube, too. Do people, like, watch it still? I would not. I should Why not have said that. Gig? Don't watch it, because there oh. was nobody there aside from two women who were just sitting there staring at us. And like, like awkwardly or like is that why it was the worst show or did something else? Well, I I did I did a stand up joke that Frankie well, I because I was like in the car I was like hey I just came up with a stand up bit and, like, <laughs> and so Frankie was like do it do for it two do people. it and then yeah I did it for the two ladies not they, the stand up comedy in the middle I of the show. I bombed yeah the Aww. ladies didn't laugh um That's it was just nobody there so when you have a bad show you're just like. Kind of. Plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> kind, kind of. We only really did that because there was like literally nobody there. So it's it was just like this is actually a joke. What are we even fucking doing? I guess we're just practicing basically. But like even if it's a bad show, I usually don't like to like get hammered. I feel like it's a really bad look and I don't really like it makes me even more frustrated and upset with how bad the show was just because, you know, then you're drunk and... You it know. brings out all those emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't know. So... Just... Yeah. If you had to, like, compare, that's the worst. What's, like, the best... Um... Performance you've had so far. We like, have, we, we have, have, what's your I made it moment? Like, what is the show that you, like, it sticks in your mind? I would say my favorite Definitely show Red like House that... Win. Well, it doesn't really stick in my mind. I was, like... I, I was really drunk for that show. I honestly, if anything, I'm getting drunk for the good shows. Oh, okay. Like, how does drunk Seamus performing differ from sober Seamus? Did we performing? see drunk or sober? Be honest. You were. I was sober. Oh, okay. I was, Wait, I, for Debonair. What about the day before? Debonair. That was when you played Red House on that. Friday, I think, and then the Saturday was debonair. We're just like shouting out these Central Jersey venues, like everyone else. When we're talking about, yeah. you know, the kid I babysit. Sorry, I he's seven. Right it's a okay. Um, oh. he played Crossroads. He's really? seven. Yeah, yeah how I does, love Crossroads. No, that's Sunshine of Your Love. Both Cream songs. Oh. Are we talking? Oh. The only Cream songs I was like, I'm so glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. No, I was talking I don't about know that one. the best one. His parents, I just know Sunshine of Your Love. His parents like No, um, to, like, in the white room. All right, you oh. keep going. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> His parents, like, take him to, like, guitar and drum lessons, and they have a band with all the kids from the music school, and so his mom was like, yeah, he's, his, like, end-of-the-year concert, him and his band are gonna be playing at Crossroads in yeah, Darwin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've been to Crossroads, and people have been, like, shit-faced there, and I was yeah. like, these seven-year-old kids are gonna be playing instruments at the yeah, Crossroads. Crossroads that was a, a good venue for a seven-year-old. Crossroads is a good venue. I did a lot of like didn't um Gaslight Anthem re like they did the reunion show at Crossroads. They did that at like, Crossroads like last week. Oh shoot! Yeah, I don't know who that yeah, is. They have like they like Pete Davidson's done stand up there. Yeah. Like a lot of famous people like perform at Crossroads. It's it, almost like a stone pony of like you would never <gasps> think when you just pony. go there though yeah. because it's so small and like it's I don't know because I feel like not like it's anyone cool can get place, it in a bad way, wrong. but it's go very accessible. It's very accessible for new performers yeah yes yeah, yeah. 
Um, we still haven't. What is your best kick? <laughs> was, was it at Crossroads? No, it was not at Crossroads. Have you I, played Crossroads though? Yes, we played Crossroads a few times. Um, I think it's not far from here either. No, no it's in Garwood. Yeah. yeah so um, which I think my favorite would probably be our Meat Locker show that was <gasps> in I December. Love meat Locker. Yeah, so meat Locker's funny. Favorite meat venue. Lo- that's my favorite venue I too. Love meat Locker. Yep, you yep. never know what you're gonna get. It's like a grab bag. Like someone could be doing heroin in the corner. Yeah. Someone could be like high off their ass. That's and then there's not a cut. No, rest in the basement. Rest in peace. Break the basement. Her brother's bands are so funny. Well, your brother has a band? Yeah, so he's on... Um, yeah, oh, that's what we were talking about. That yeah, with totally the, uh, the Freight Grace, but they had a band called Comedy Fights and then yeah, Break the Basement. Break the so basement. I've been to, like, most of the venues oh, around here. And Brookfield. That band doesn't exist anymore, but I still have their EP in my car. Like, hey. it's a CD. It was funny because it's a CD. The music isn't even streaming anymore, so she'll just, like, turn it on. I'm like, you're the only person in the entire world who listens to this. No, it's Let, so good. That's kind of cool, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I have basically the only memorabilia, probably... Like, more than me. More than you, of her brother. Sister. <laughs> okay, tell me about Meat Locker, though. Oh, Meat Locker. That, well, the one I'm talking been. about was in December. And I was, like... I, I was really drunk for that one. And that was... I usually don't get, like... If I'm getting, like, drunk for a show, I'm getting, like, buzzed for nerves plus a little because I'm having a good time. Yeah. But, like, this, I was, like, just, Were you like... just sloshed? Like, I was, like... Sloshed. Isn't it also, like, I, really I was... I, it wasn't, like... It wasn't, like, I was sloshed in, like, a sloppy, like, uh, way. No, I was, like... Amy I was like, yeah, Post Malone. No, yeah, no. Because Amy... Oh, she would get really drunk and, like... No, Amy was, yeah. like, slurring. Her last performance. Yeah. It's so it's sad. No, she yeah. Was, like, I don't want to be here. No, like, yeah, no. That's... I never want to get drunk and perform, like... But Amy is a fucking legend. Don't yeah, stop yeah, that. I, I, yeah. I went to her grave, and I was, like... You went to her grave? Yeah, yeah I what, what, I was, like, rest in peace to a fucking legend. Yeah, no, dude. She's fucking awesome. Wait, also, isn't Me Locker, like, really... Hot, it's really hot, really yeah. Hot. It is, a, it's the opposite of a meat locker, and so, and so, I'll tell this. We've told this story on a few podcasts, but like, I'll retire it right here. Um, that's it, Frankie. The last time I like of it. Yes. So, listen up, all right. So, Fra- said, listen up, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, Frankie and I, like a week before this show, we saw this guy, Andy Frasco, and he, like. His whole, like, stage presence is, like, they come out and, like, they start banging on the piano. They're, like, spraying Jameson all over each other. They're fucking eating cake off the manager's chest. Oh, you know, it's, like, this cute. whole, like... Yeah, it's, like, this That's whole, like... really sexual. It's, 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 like it's, it's... Well, because, like, the, it was actually their manager and he was, like, a big, like, hairy guy. So it was, like, a, it was, like, oh, yeah, it was, like, a joke, you know? Getting hair in your mouth from that? And that disgusting. was, like... I think that was, like, the Not joke. Not the hair yeah. No, so, like, they're... Yeah. <laughs> I love some if you hair. Know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good cake to bake that looks like a, like a hairy chest. Put it on is a cake. You've yeah, seen that show? yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyhow. Um. Which you call it? Fucking see Andy Frasco. He's like pouring beer and shit all over his bandmates and like you know vice versa. And me and Frank, you're like fucking yeah, this is sick. You know, Frankie's like this is sick. So like at Meat Locker, it's like going down and like in my head I'm like yo Andy Frasco that show. So like I had a beer in my hand. Frankie's shredding a guitar solo, going off, and so I'm like yeah. And so I take the beer. <laughs> And because I was hammered, and I just started dumping it on him, no! and he's just like Poor Frankie. He was just like first he like jolted because you know it's very cold, and yeah. he's like, "What the fuck is that?" And then he's like, 
He turns around to me after the solo, and there's a picture of it where he's like, don't ever fucking do that again. Somebody's like... But that, but I couldn't hear him, and I thought, because I was hammered, I thought he was like, he was like, you know, saw him that was sick. And so, like, <laughs> so the picture is like Frankie, like, don't fucking do that again, and me being like, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that, that was probably my favorite show, because that was, like, also one of the shows where, like, like, the chorus of Sun and Moon, like, I would, like, stick the mic out for, like, it's not as bad as it say, and, like, everybody, like, the whole place was singing yeah. the lyrics, and that was, like, what the fuck, That yeah. must be so satisfying. That was so cool, yeah. That was your lyrics. Yeah. We yeah, actually no. have a game about that. Oh, my God, wait, no, but that's later in the podcast episode. Are you sure? This, is a, fun, this is a fun podcast. You yeah. guys got, yeah, you guys yeah. got okay. games I think, yeah, yeah, we do. We, we had games for if the whole band came, but, like, I guess now we could do that game, and you could just throw people under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, So we decided to do, we can do well, the do other this one. Game. Do this one. Do this one. Yeah, this one. no, you can't see okay. Yeah, don't look at her, um. Really so planned out getting into <laughs> lyrics, we have finished the lyric. Okay. It's either your own songs or songs uh, that I have curated. I fucking wish that they were here for, uh, if you were doing Ordinary People lyrics, because I don't think they fucking know. The lyrics? I don't know. I don't think they do. We'll be a band practice, and it'll be like, take a hand, da-da-da-da-da. And then they start just, like, doing gibberish after three lines, and it's like, oh, fuck. But we also have some wild cards, too. Yes. Okay, so, you start. That, that is- was playful. I don't actually resent my band members for not knowing the lyrics just for the listeners. It's okay. He just likes to bully people like he did ordinary people. Yes, yes. Okay. Like he did in the play. Yes. Okay. So, this is, this finished the lyric 20 minutes ago. This is the finished lyric from one of your own songs from Burning the Midnight Oil. Oh, we didn't ask. Why is it called Burning the Midnight Oil? So that was, um, fucking... I guess, well, at first, like, because I'll, like, just think of a title before I really have a concept to apply it to. So, like, I just, you know, I think of, like, I was, like, that's a cool set of words at first. Um, And then, like, I guess, like, actually, there's, like, I think I have an old rap song called Burning the Midnight Oil. Same thing, I have an old rap song called Sun and Moon Conspiracy, too. No, I love the title of that song. So, like, I was, like, taking all, like, the ideas I wasn't doing justice to and kind of, like giving them to ordinary people. Those, like, first, like, these first two albums before, like, like these birds don't fly south songs. Like I don't know if you've been there for a show. It's like hey, hey, hey yeah, that song. Yeah. But like after this is all like the new new shit that we've actually like made. Right, okay. I'm going on a fucking tangent. Doesn't matter. Why is it called Burning the Midnight Oil? Um. So it's kind of. <laughs> I guess like it's um. Fuck man. Look at that interrogation right now. There's a dangling <laughs> light about the night of December. <laughs> water for him and everything oh yeah we, we we graciously got some water bottles for you i know we did um i gotta finish the monster first before i did start sipping the water but the contrast between monster and water it's like not it's not yeah. going down well we have coffee so we get it mm-hmm. okay word all right so why is it called burning the midnight oil um, <laughs> I don't think you know. I think you're just filibustering. No, I'm not filibustering. Don't, don't, don't accuse me. All right, so it's. I guess it's basically like kind of disguised with like staying up all night and like using all like that pain of a breakup to um to to you me know burn, last night to like br- to like to like because a lot of the time like I would kind of lie to myself that like I'm up all night writing and shit but like I'd be like up all night just like writing about how sad I am that that we're broken up now wow so, you and I are one and the same yeah, yeah. and um 
So, Don't laugh like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I guess that goes into, again, like, the title being Whiplash, you know, because, like, the character in the movie, you know, broke up with his girlfriend mm-hmm. so he could be more of a dedicated musician. Right. And the whole album is about going through the breakup and using that breakup to make the album. So, like... That's so poetic and beautiful in of itself. Unless that's why I was filibustering, so I was trying to yeah, trying to. I guess that's valid. I guess articulate that. Yeah. So let's see if you can Sweet. finish the lyrics now. Yeah, from your own album. <laughs> yeah. So the lyric is: Late at night, I get a text. I say, "You got the lyric wrong." I did. That's on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Nah. That's what's on Spotify. Nah. What is it? Gotta go. Then you gotta fix late it. at night, I I get a text that say. That's literally what I. No, no, no. No, you don't said, tell him. no, you said I get a text, I say. No, I said I get a text, nah, that I say. the listeners know. Wait, I'll give me her line notes and finish <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. This is even douchier than finishing my own lyrics is correcting you on my own lyrics. <laughs> um, uh, it says, late at night, I get a text that say. Answer and... my calls. No, you'll wake. Yay! <laughs> okay, the next song is um, not from Ordinary People, but it's still a classic. I can't believe she put this down. So it's, um, do you have TikTok? No. Okay, that makes then he might better. not get this okay. one. Um, do you know the ending to the lyric? My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. Come um, on. Um, some I want to see you jiggle, jiggle. Um, um, dude, fuck. Hold on. You were no, no, stop. It stop, folds stop, stop. is correct, but there's no, more. No. Yeah, but wait, there's more. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Give me thirteen seconds. One. <laughs> jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I, I stopped counting. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm trying to figure out because it's so simple. No, I know the face of concentration Seamus has. I'll describe it to our listeners. He's currently has his face, <laughs> his hands on his temples, and he's like he's smiling because he's thinking. I want to see you jiggle, jiggle. It, oh, I want to see you jiggle, jiggle. It snows. It snows. <laughs> Snow angel. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to put it together. It snows. Yes. Alright, all right, just say it. It was you said it folds. It's I like to see you wiggle wiggle, 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 not jiggle, jiggle. They already jiggled in the beginning, and it's for <laughs> sure. For sure. Okay. <laughs> you said it snows. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of a good rock. I don't know. I was trying to. Okay, um, this one is from a song that's been my recent obsession. And I have to sing it though. She's got electric boots. Her mama's suit. You know I read it in a magazine. What album is that on? That's on uh, Don't Tell Me. That's on You Go By Yellow Brick Road, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Say, I also, tell you <laughs> the Nomeo and Juliet sound. Oh, I saw you tweet about that. Yeah. Nomeo and Juliet. It's so weird. Like, no one no, else remembers that movie. Literally, as a kid, that's all I watched. No wonder I'm a Shakespeare kid. I don't think, I don't think anyone else watched it's it. that old. Yeah. Holy shit. Shit, we're only a year apart. Wow. Really? I thought no. I'm 21. I turned 22 in September. Oh, yeah. I'm 21. So, yeah, you're here. The next lyric we have is one of yours. It's from your first album. Mm. So, it just starts, come to think of it. Um, Come close once or twice. I have come close a couple times. Come close a couple times. Okay, so, because both, well, yeah, okay. Well, both verses start with that line, oh. so I didn't know which verse it was. Okay. I should have clarified. No, it's okay. So the next one again, I'm mood. being the douchebag here. It's so. a okay. It's, that's the game. That's yeah. the game. Shame is be the douchebag. Yeah, that's um, the game. This is a Mac Miller one. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Um, it's okay. I ride around my city when I come home. Okay, I ride around my city when I come home. Disconnected. Oh no! no. The sunset quickly. I get up up slow. slow. I disconnected. Oh, okay. No, it's okay. When she first came to, I was like, "No, I want to cover that song live." I want to do self. I want to. I want to do self care long live. Like you better let me know when you're doing that because I will be screaming at the top of my lungs. I want to do self care live. What's the other song? Have you ever covered Mac Miller live? No, we were gonna do What's the Use a while ago, but (gasps) like. Yeah, yep, all all on and that Snoop album. Dog. Yep. And Snoop Dogg wrote the bass lines. Snoopy Snoop? Yeah, Snoop Dogg Snoop and Thundercat worked on that track with him. Wow. I think Snoop he helped him. wrote the bass lines? I think he helped Thundercat write the bass Snoop lines. Snoop Dogg yeah. has done it all. He has done it Snoop all. Lion. Yeah. Snoop Lion. He's done, yeah. How yeah. Never like, forget when he was on Katy Perry's fucking California. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Come on. There's California that girls, let's take a journey. <laughs> he was like, yeah. So I walked on set and she was just naked in a bunch of clouds. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I, I love that he gets people high, like big time rush, like everywhere. He got he them goes. high? Yeah. They all smoke like Kendall and like Gustavo and they got like too high on Gustavo set. Gustavo always used to be munching some popcorn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or no, that wasn't Gustavo. Oh, that was the door guy. Oh. Well, that was Gustavo the door was the guy, manager right? A big time rush. You'd be like, yeah. hey, dogs. Frankie would know this. Frankie knows all of those shows. Frankie's a big time rush fan. Frankie, so you like, you could go to Frankie's time? house and he's either watching Zoe 101, Victoria's SpongeBob. A man of or- culture. I'm raising, <laughs> yeah. I'm raising my hand. Sorry. Yes, if you, Jada. If you had a. Pl- Thank you for picking me. If I am a pick me girl now. But <laughs> if you had to be one member of Big Time Rush, who would you be? Assign them to your band members. <laughs> yeah, there's the four people wow. on Big Time Rush. You know what? Can, you guys, can you guys do okay. that? From- yeah, okay. I would Logan, like to hear this. You're a Kendall to me. It's not just Ryan is Logan. Ryan's Logan? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, Ryan's Logan. You're what'd you say? Kendall? Kendall. Yeah. Nice. I'm tall. Um (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're like, that must be (laughs) Who's the other one? I forgot the name. So it's uh, Kendall, James, Logan, and Carlos. Carlos is definitely Frankie. Carlos is Frankie. Not that he's Donnie. James then. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he is James. Yeah. He's got that pretty boy look. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're so, such a Kendall, though. Why am I a Kendall? I don't know. Just, She's the one who picked so, it. So, like, you just have that energy. Like, I feel like Kendall was always, like, the, not, like, not a leader, but the organizer, if that makes sense. And, like, he was smooth. He had nice hair, too. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you using I, your hair? I use my sister's shampoo. Mm. I thought James was Tell the one. Your <laughs> isn't, isn't James the one that always flexes on his hair, though? He's like, it's so shiny. Yes, he yes. was. He yeah. was, yeah. And would your band member do that? Would uh, you say, would Donnie do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah. Me and Donnie are the two girls in the band that are like, (laughs) they're like, yo, should we do this outfit or what should we do, you know? (laughs) And then they're like, and then then Donnie's girlfriend comes in and she's like, you're both stupid. Like, you both look like idiots. (laughs) I'm only dressing up if you're dressing up. I'm only dressing up if you're dressing up. Do you want me to go to school? Yeah, tomorrow on a skirt. I'm wearing a skater skirt. All right, we have one more lyric. This is Jada's choice. It's a classic, like a really big classic. So I put my hands up. They're playing my song. Butterflies fly away. I'm so pissed off. I fucking come on this podcast. I'm like, yo, guys, what's up? I'm Seamus Mac Miller's my biggest inspiration. And then, like, 20 minutes later, you're like, finish one of his biggest songs lyrics. And I'm like, yeah, fake fan, fake fan, fake ass fan. Yeah, I still really have only listened to Circles like three or four times. (gasps) I've cried. It's an emotional album. I see. I think about Mac Miller's music like 
at least two or three times a day. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm always thinking about his shit. But I, I like, honestly, since he died, like, I don't really listen to him the way I used to. Like, before he died, like, that was like, fa- especially when I was like, in my little dirtbag era, like, Faces was, like, my, what I, like, I really. love Faces. Did you see on the website when the Faces mixtape, they released on, like, big when streaming platforms? When they re-released platforms? it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have, that was I last have a folder in my, in my computer, I'll show you after. Yeah. They re-released a bunch of his, like, drawings that he had for Faces. They, like, put it on, like, a separate really? album. Really? His brother did the album cover, too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know but all that. We used to bear. always be on, like, acid and shit, looking at the album cover, trying to, like, be like, no, so this is what's going on on the cover. Yeah, yeah. One is so insane. I love faces. Yeah. I loved it when it was on SoundCloud, and it was literally just like if you wanted a certain song, you had to like scroll one, through it. The one Pixar guy. If any listeners are, I want to confirm this. I think the one Pixar guy is holding like a little strip of what looks like it's got to be like a strip of acid, and then it looks like he's like cutting up drugs or something what on Pixar the table. guy alright here let's go to the cover I got yes. it right here face by the way you were the only player so you won the game let's fucking go dude yeah. he Un- said LFG undefeated champ this yes one? oh my god yeah wait what Pixar guy and that would be like this the one? one we would focus on no no that oh fuck you just clicked on touch it screen. No, no, it's a touch screen there you go wait where so that is definitely acid that he's holding in his hand a, sh- a strip Well, yeah, but Mac Miller Pixar talks guy. about this one This right guy here. right there. Oh. That was the only way I could think of it. because oh, the one that, the one that jumps in the beginning yeah, like yeah. on the Pixar. Yep. Oh, the light. The thing yep. is, is that this whole album, though, he does talk about his dependency on drugs. That's what I'm and saying, like yeah. That. So I mean, he does that a lot. And, like, I, I guess... With faces, I, I feel guess, like, was the biggest I guess one. the staircase, now that I'm here and looking at it, that could be, like, symbolic of, like walking up and reaching a higher consciousness, higher level of consciousness, right? And then the circle is what's going on in his brain once he gets up there. I just can't believe he released that at 21. That's so I whack. think Faces is probably the most upfront with his drug issues because he's talked about before that I think it's he... his masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember when I was listening to Faces and my friends were like, dude, I don't know what that is. And I was like, bro, you gotta listen to Faces. It's they... probably the best thing that he's ever For the longest out. time, I couldn't even listen to Faces because it would make me want to buy drugs. Because I was like, first listening yeah, faces. when you listen to Angel Dust, I'm like, that, no, especially drugs, that song. I don't do drugs, but then I sit there and I'm like, hmm, no, because I have so many memories. Because, like, at the time when I was really, really into it, I was doing a lot of drugs with my friends because I was trying to, like, be that cool. was like that was like around like when my mixtape first started getting written and shit like that. Yeah. And, like, that mixtape is like, it's honestly like I was really inspired by Damn by Kendrick and Faces at like the same mm-hmm, time. And, mm-hmm. If you ever listen to it, it's, yeah, it's I can pretty. See the, I can see that influence on it. Yeah, 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 it's pretty obvious in that tape. Well, at least I feel like it is. It might not be because I had some artistic integrity. I thought that was funny. <laughs> All right, uh, but anyway, like, Kelly's like, I'm not amused. Kelly, yeah, Kelly looked at me. Uh, all right, so <laughs> I just I love how Mac Miller like really writes lyrics that are so obviously about drugs, but and women. So. He's, like, romanticizing. That was a big problem I had when I was, like, a SoundCloud rapper, too. You romanticized drugs and women? Well, I definitely romanticized drugs, and I was, like... I guess I was, like... I was never actually, like, a misogynist, but I guess because I had, like... Like... Like, I was, like, going through a breakup, and then I had, like, flings with, like, two or three different girls still at the time. And so, like, I was, like, talking about women in, so I guess, sort of, like, a disrespectful way. Because he I called kind them bitches. Because I kind of, I kind of, I kind of thought that that was, like, the kind of, um, 
personality I had to adopt to be an uh, an official rapper. Mm, I so I, yeah. so like now when I listen to it, I just cringe because like I'm not really being myself. He's grown up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not really being myself, and it's just like to me, it's just like ridiculous listening to like a five court four kid with a big bowl cut talking about bitches and shit. You had shit. a bowl cut when you're talking I, about bitches. Yeah. You didn't get any bitches, I, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no frulines. I don't know how I did, honestly. He pulled the way that, I that bowl cut. Yeah. Oh, I had some serious game at the time if I was getting bitches with the bowl to cut. to compensate for the bowl cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did have serious game. Yeah. If you would, you like keep that that music as it is or would you ever consider like rewriting any of it i honestly there are days and periods of times where i'm really like i really flirt with the idea of um either ordinary people's last album being a recreation of that mixtape like a a full-on re-recording plus it would have the song ordinary on it It'd kind of be like everything's tied together yeah or do a murals too as our last album why are you already planning the last but that, album? But that's like this is I mean, this is like the OCD talking, honestly. Yeah. Like, He's just prepping for the end. Yeah. No, this would be when we're like 40, 50 years old too. So like yeah. take that with a grain of salt. That's pretty old for a rock star. Because I'm probably gonna listen to this whole thing when I'm 40, 50 years old, like I'm cringing the whole time. So <laughs> It's editing Kelly, so sorry my vocal cords are a little messed up at the moment, but we did not originally expect this to be a two-part episode, and now it is. Whoa, that's why it got cut so abruptly, so stay tuned for the second um, part of this episode. But our socials are at 5W Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and from there, there is a link tree in all of the bios in which you can access our merch store, our Spotify, any other places to listen to us if you want to listen to us on any other streaming platform. And Seamus's Instagram for his band is Ordinary People NJ, and his Twitter is at OP Band for his band. And thank you to Philip Dumphy from The Spins for our new intro and outro. It's absolutely awesome. And we are so psyched. So yes, stay tuned. There's a whole nother episode coming soon.